Welcome everybody to the Hustle Island and to the first Hustle Island podcast, True Hustlers, True Stories. We have a great guest today. There are 95,000 plus members on the island and she is the first to be selected. She's a true hustler, CEO, entrepreneur, author, hunter, and I believe she's laying down some ceramic tile at the end of the week. She has a beautiful story of life, the hustle, the struggle, and entrepreneurship. I want to give a warm welcome to the program, the founder, CEO of Do Brave, Juanima Hyatt. Welcome. Wow. That was a serious <laughs> introduction. Thank you. You're welcome. 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 So let, let, let's jump right in. Let's jump right in. You, you have a beautiful story, a beautiful brand, beautiful website, but I want to start with your name. Your mother gave you a beautiful name. What's the meaning and is there an origin to your name? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I recently found out that it's all a lie. <laughs> it's all a lie. So you, I, I grew how, up. What? How did you find out that it's a lie? Okay. <laughs> so my mom told me growing up that Wanima was Indian and that it meant rising sun. I mean, that like sparked the nickname of my life, Sunny. And, uh, and then I found out about a year ago, I took a genetics test and it said there was zero, zero. Indian in me. Zero. No Indian. <laughs> None whatsoever. So so there's no meaning, no truth to what your mom was saying about your name? I like to believe that it means rising sun. I mean, I'm, I try to be pretty sunny. <laughs> so Go with it. Go with I'm it. Gonna I'm going to keep that. You know? Let it roll. Let it roll. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. So tell us about your, your brand, your company, Do Brave. Um, okay. Um, so I guess... To give you a little history, I've um, I've tried and failed at a lot of businesses, um, but the thing with Do Brave is that it's it's the first business that I've started that that was really a part of my heart, like it because I have a message that I want to share, and because I have just a huge desire to help and encourage people. Um, and none of my other businesses were really about that. So, um, and maybe that's why I failed at them. And maybe because I wasn't ready to do those, but I'm ready now because all of my failures have led me to this moment. And my personal journey has led me to this and now I'm just I'm I'm ready and I'm fired up and um, do brave is about um, inspiring people to push through their fears and perceived limitations um, to live a life of courage and freedom and authenticity and that's our mission so I'm super excited about it Wow, that, 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 that's phenomenal. Now, I jumped on your website earlier. I went to the uh, uh, About tab, and I saw that your family is involved in this. It seems like family, inspiration, love, compassion is a big part of the uh, Do Brave company, the brand, the motto, and the vision. Tell us about how it is working with your family. Oh, my gosh. Um, honestly, it's a dream come true. My husband and I both have always wanted something that our family could do together. Um, so we all work on designs and the quotes and the sayings that we put on the t-shirts and the mugs. Um, um, we keep it really positive, all about courage. Um, I'm just trying to spread that message. And my family's so cool. I just, yeah. I, have, I have the best kids, <laughs> have the best husband, and we've been through hell and back. And um, we're just, we're strong and we're standing together. And so all of us um, have this message for Do Brave. We, we really want to inspire and encourage people that um, you can have a really crappy life, but 
it's possible to push through and get to that light at the end of the tunnel and, and actually do something amazing with your life. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Now, I got to ask, you know, working with your family, there's got to be, a, you're saying everything's positive, you know, the, 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 the sayings on the shirts. There has to be some disagreement when you got to separate being a CEO and running the company where you have to separate family from business when you got to make those hard decisions. Now, are there any arguments that go on in, in the office there? <laughs> well, my whole family knows that I'm the boss. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you have that established, yeah, I'm the boss. Yeah. So it's like a dictatorship um, over there. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> no, no, no. In, a, in a gentle, kind way. <laughs> no, um, I honestly, I'm, I'm doing most of the work. I mean, I built the website. I, I create the designs. I do the social media. Um, maybe later when Do Brave is more of a success, I can get their involvement a little bit more because I, I won't be able to do it all by myself. Um, so I have a 15 year old daughter, for example, and um, I could actually hire her. That might entice her to, <laughs> to help me out a little bit more. <laughs> Is that like one of those things where she's like, Hey mom, you know, can I have $20 to go to the movies? Are you like, well, you got to go work uh, about two or three hours to earn it. No, I, <laughs> no, I do give her, um, I give her allowance and she's a hard worker, but to be honest, she's, she has her own, um, just huge dream. She's an artist. And, um, so she does work on some designs and I actually have several that I just haven't, um, put up on the website yet, but she's incredible. And actually, so is my 19 year old, but I'm kind of losing my family a little bit because <laughs> Lacey moved out. She's, immersed in her job and um that's okay i'll get her back <laughs> you'll get her back are you doing all right with that she's leaving the stable yeah it's it's been rough i it's been really rough but um she does visit a lot and she's um working on becoming a shift manager at starbucks so she's really putting in the hours and we get to go see her there. She only lives like 15 minutes away, so it could be so much worse. Oh, that's she awesome. Could be in Italy, you know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> tell her to bring, tell her bring, give you guys some free coffee, but that's, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> now, your website, I love the design, and I love the designs of the T-shirts. How did you learn how to, you know, at, you know, a lot of people in the island here at hustleisland.com, they want to learn how to do web design. How did you learn how to do that stuff? Oh, wow. Um, I think just a lot of, a lot of research, a lot of um, studying online, like about graphic design. Um, I mean, I certainly wasn't born with that skill. Anybody honestly can learn it. I've always, I've always been more creative than anything, but I think I'm, I don't know, the more people I talk to, it seems I'm, I'm a little bit of a rare breed, I guess, that does creative and technical. and. Um, I just really enjoy doing that. I, I love building websites, but if you just study, if you Google, you know, how, how to, how to design a professional website, you know, and it's changed over the years as, as Google's evolved and um, algorithms have changed. Um, there's just, there's different tips now on having a successful website than there were you know, 10 years ago. So just start doing research. You can go to udemy.com. There's, oh my gosh, so many classes about designing websites and how to build one. Just go out and find the information, honestly. How has being a member of the Hustle Island community helped you in your brand? Dude, I thought, do we have time for this answer? <laughs> we have, we have time. We have time. The, okay, I, I have been following different mentors for years, um, but they've all just been focused on um, here, give me your money and I'll teach you how to build a million dollar business, you know, and, and that's been the focus. And then I'm scrolling on Instagram one day and here I see this ad for a hustle t-shirt and I'm like, oh, what's that? 
and then I learn more and I read about Greg and, and oh my gosh. So he, he has changed everything, everything for me. Um, I got my free t-shirt. I love it. <laughs> but, that, 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 that's the, that's the tagline. That's the signature sign for that. You're a member of the, uh, the Island, the community having that hustle t-shirt. I have my patient shirt on right now. If you can see it. Yeah. I'm, I'm rocking, I'm rocking that one. But the I, hustle. I meant to wear it. I didn't. Wear you should have, you should have, you gotta, you gotta wear it. That's the signature sign of a true hustler is the hustle shirt is when you join the community, you get the shirt that says, Hey, you're, you're on the Island. You're part of the community. You're moving forward. You're a part of all these hustlers. Yes, you're absolutely right. And my bad for, for not wearing it. <laughs> it's I'm all gonna... good. You get one mulligan. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, but but Greg Berry and Hustle Island um, just changed, honestly, my entire vision for Do Brave. So when I started, I, put, I spent hundreds, oh, I'm not joking you, hundreds of hours into building that website, creating those designs, um, just setting everything up. And that was my focus was to just um, have that e-commerce site, have the store, have my products and, you know, do my social media, get, get my regular posting on there. And that was, that was my thing. How do I get traffic to my store? But then I, I signed up with Greg and right away, like the whole group in there is just so positive and uplifting and everybody's like-minded. They all want to succeed. Um, and that alone was pretty special, but the consultation that I got with Greg um, changed everything for me. So he said, you have an obligation to help people and you need to get your story out there. Um, so I highly recommend that you get on IGTV, which is Instagram's new video platform. So it's kind of like YouTube, only it's brand new. YouTube's 10 years old plus. So, you know, his suggestion was you need to start a show on IGTV and you can call it like the brave show and you need to do interviews with people and you need to get, um, consistent um, content up there, um, just encouraging people and telling people to do brave and sharing other people's stories. And when I first read that, I was like, what? No. <laughs> I, Did the fear I, set in? Fear? Yeah. What, what was going through your mind? Um, so even just reading that and thinking about that, I got instant butterflies. Like, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, I've talked to my family for probably two years about, oh, I'm going to start a YouTube channel and I'm going to do something. And I, it was fear that kept me from doing it. I thought, well, then I'll be out there. I'll be exposed. I'm talking about my story out loud. I mean, I did, I wrote a memoir called the invisible storm. It's all about my journey with PTSD and healing. And that was a, a huge, huge step in, in my journey and healing. But I wrote that book and then I put it out there and I didn't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, if you want to hear my story, just go get my book. Go um, buy the book at Amazon.com, right? Yeah. 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 There. yeah. But the idea of like, putting myself out there every day and having to talk to people and then having to be accountable for that and responsible for that. I'm like, no, I really don't think I can do that. But the more I thought about it and quite honestly, I couldn't stop thinking about that. Really? Like, ever since I got that email and he said, you need to do this show. I thought first it was fear and like, no way. But then I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I knew, I think I knew in my gut and in my heart and in my soul that, that that's my next step. That has to be my focus, not my e-commerce site. It has to be the Brave Show and getting people's stories out there and being real and authentic and just helping people every day, you know, talking and encouraging people every day to do brave and live a life of courage because you can. 
and that's what I'm doing next. That's what I'm working <laughs> on right now. Well, that's what we talk about that all the time uh, in the community and on the island about, you know, crossing, crossing those barriers, that fear, and just kind of jumping and growing wings on the way, way down. And that's what you're doing. You're doing it. How did you, how did you get to that point where you were like, all right, I'm going to, I know you explained it, but like, you're really going to be committed and you're going to make this shift and you're going to do this, do brave and you're going to get the content and you're going to reach out to these people and you're going to follow through. Like, what was the deciding factor to like really push you? Um, I think just, well, I guess that, that gut instinct that Greg was right, that I needed to do this, but part of it for me was timing. Um, because I've, I've lived with PTSD for 15 years now. Every, every single day, I have really high anxiety. And I've learned to hide that and, and manage it and just do life anyway. But I would say that, that pushing through that fear, it's it's hard. It's, it's not easy. It's terrifying. But if there's one thing that PTSD has taught me, it's to, you just have to do life afraid. You're going to be scared. I, I remember in the early days when it was really, really hard, um, um, going to the grocery store. I remember sitting in the parking lot for over 30 minutes. There were times that I sat there for an hour crying terrified to go into the store and I knew I had to I had to get the groceries my husband was working twice as many hours because I lost my income I wasn't able to work just due to the the PTSD and the symptoms that I was experiencing and um, I had to to do my part in the house no matter how scared I was to go out of that house um, and I'd sit there and there were even times that I did go into the store and I filled up my basket and just the, the sounds and the people and the crowd, I, I couldn't do it. And I'd end up leaving my basket of groceries in there, just in an aisle somewhere. And I'd have to go back and do it again. And it's terrifying, but just baby steps, you know, just, just take one step forward. Like if, if you're scared to do something, what's what's your next first step instead of looking at like instead of looking i could look at the igtv show and easily be super overwhelmed by it like oh my god there's no way that i could take on a show and do a show by myself but okay i can take the next step though and what is that and for me that's doing a little bit of research on you know how to create an igtv show and um, how to do successful interviews and, and just start learning about it. Because the more you learn about something that you're afraid of, the more confidence you're going to have to take that next step forward, right? It's, it's just a journey, taking one step at a time, learning as you go, gaining confidence. And in the end, it's like Greg told me, you're going to have to get to a point when you just jump out the window, no matter how scared you are and you don't know the outcome, but you just jump because that's your next step. You're not going to grow if you don't jump, if you're not going to change, your life will always stay the same. If you don't take that step and that risk and jump and just see what happens. And if you fail, you fail. It's not the end of the world. You, you go fail, but you, I don't mean to cut you off, but you fail, but you also learn in exactly. that, that failure by what you're saying is by just jumping and growing new experiences. And it seems like you have done this. I'm actually going to segue into something. I want to talk about your memoir. Okay. The invisible storm. You've been jumping through things. You've been doing this for a long time. You're an author. You yeah. have a memoir. I do. <laughs> Tell us about, I mean, you, you touched on the PTSD and that's the reason why you wrote this book. Um, talk about it. Okay. Well, um, that was back in 2010. Um, the PTSD started because um, my, the birth of my second daughter, Jordan, was traumatic. 
And that's what triggered the PTSD. But the real source of that was um, a whole childhood of, of abuse. And, um, and I think I was 19 years old when I decided that, you know, I'm not going to let my past bother me anymore. Um, I'm just going to pretend it never happened and just shove it away back here somewhere and just never think about it again. And that worked for a little while. I was able to compartmentalize all of that abuse. And there was a lot of really, really bad stuff that happened to me. I honestly should be dead. Um, but by the grace of God, I'm here. And um, I had 15 good years and I met the man of my dreams and I had Lacey. And then in 2003, Jordan's traumatic birth started the PTSD, but it wasn't her birth. Her birth was the trigger, but the real source of it was all of that abuse from the past. So you can't stuff that stuff down. Eventually yeah. it's going to come up and it did. And so my whole world exploded. The, everything that we knew about a happy marriage and a happy life was shattered and life got really, really, really hard. And I was in denial about my past. You know, I thought I don't need therapy. I'll just figure out a way to deal with this. You can't do that with PTSD. You can't. So you, you have to get help. You have to find a way to face it. I had to go through four and a half years of really intense therapy. therapy. Um, I traveled to grief workshops in California. I just had to process all of that and get through it and get a new perspective of that trauma and, and what it meant in my life. And I did a super slow, super slow healing, but step by step, um, I got stronger and stronger and stronger. And then in 2010, I, the book, my story was just, you know, it was pressing, pressing up here. Like I needed to share it. I knew that I needed to share it. And, and I really wanted to help people and encourage people. And so it, it was time. It was time to start writing. And I've always loved writing. I've always been a writer, but I had never actually published anything. And I did. I, I, it took me about a year and a half to write it and I got it edited. So it was about the two year mark that I published it. And, um, and I, I, I put it out there <laughs> and at you the same time, what's that? How did it, how did your story and in, in by you publishing your book, how did that affect the readers? The readers? Yeah. Did you get any responses from them? Um, actually, Emails. yeah. So the book was super scary, honestly, to put out there because fair warning, it's really graphic. I mean, I, I give you a first person journey through PTSD, the, the terror of it, the hardship of it, what it's like to have a flashback. I mean, I, I really take the reader into my life and experience with PTSD and it's brutal. I've had people, I've had a lot of people email me about it, um, that read it and some couldn't finish it because it was too triggering. And I, I totally get that to be completely transparent. Like part of dealing with the trauma for me and just the emotional explosions that were happening in there was, um, I self-harmed for years and for people to read that there's a lot of people out there that self-harm and that's how they deal with their trauma and the anxiety that they're dealing with inside. So it can be triggering, but I had to put that in there. And there are other people that got through the whole book and just there's, there's a lot of positive reviews on it because I I didn't want it to be just this really dark story. I wanted it to be uplifting, but at the same time, take you through the dark journey that is PTSD. It's, it's like living a constant nightmare awake. And so I wanted people to understand, especially families, there's, 
there's so many people out there with PTSD and families that have no clue what they're going through. And you, you can't just explain it to somebody. They don't just, oh, okay, I get that. So I wanted to put it out there in a very transparent way and walk them through, this is what it's like to live in the life of somebody that's going through PTSD, but also this is how to start healing from that. Because I didn't just, I wanted to give hope. And so the end of the story is a good one, as graphic as it is, it's a good ending. It, it, I mean, where you are today, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're, you have this great brand. What, what advice would you give to those family members for someone in their family suffering with PTSD? Oh, wow. So I think part of the challenge for me healing was, um, I guess, okay, I'm a research queen. I'm, I'm really good at research and I research everything all the time, but not everybody does that. Not everybody will go online and, and Google symptoms of PTSD and try to understand what someone is going through or what they themselves are going through. Um, so again, that's another reason, I guess, why I wrote the book. But I mean, the obvious answer would be go read my book. But <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. But honestly, um, just just take those steps to to try to understand on a deep level what your loved one is going through. Go to a therapy session with them. That was huge for my husband because my my therapist at the time showed him a PET scan that compared a PTSD brain to a normal brain and they were completely different. And she could show you like, here's where the hippocampus shrinks. That's what happens. That's why you start having memory issues. And, um, and by the way, all the symptoms that they're experiencing, they have no control over that. And when I said it's like living a nightmare awake, that's, that's a very real rendition of what it's like to live every day with PTSD. It's terrifying. Every sound scares you. Every, even sudden movements from people scare you. And you want to sit in the corner in the back of the room and face the door so you can see everything that comes in. There's so much to PTSD that you can understand that's generic, that everybody that has it will go through, but just, just try. Just ask questions. I mean, a lot of my family in the beginning didn't ask me any questions like, what is this like for you? What are you going through? What, what is a day like for you? Why are you so jumpy all the time? And sometimes it's hard to explain, but at least you're trying to understand. You're trying to find out. Don't, don't put your perceptions of what they're doing or what they're going through into the equation because you're going to be wrong just go to the source and gently and softly and lovingly say, how can I help? How can I help support you? And that's a good place to start. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That is uh wow. I'm going to, I'm going to have to get your book. And I'm going <laughs> to have to read that. That's, that's wow. You, your childhood, this is the, the source of the PTSD, you know, like when you talk to your kids and they all have a dream, like you, you ask them, well, what do you want to, what do you want to be when you grow up? What did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, as a honestly, child? I did want to be a writer. Um, that was, that was pretty huge for me. Um, I used to write plays when I was a kid and I'd bring my, my stuffed animals out and I, you know, hide behind the couch and I'd, <laughs> I'd play with my stuffed animals above the couch and do my play. And so I always loved writing. Um, but I think I got the wrong message as a kid that that would never support me as an adult. Um, so tragically I kind of left that dream behind and I tried to be more practical don't do that. <laughs> Don't go with practical. Practical. That's not fun, right? It's not cool. No, because I thought, okay, well, what else do I like to do? Well, 
okay, I'm good with technical stuff. When I was a kid, I used to tear apart my dad's computers and figure out how to put them back together again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I got it right. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> but, um, you know, I thought about being an attorney. I thought about being a psychologist and that stuck with me for a really long time. Um, just because I guess I wanted to help people, but I don't think I was really meant to do that because I, I carry these stories from people. And when I, when I hear somebody share something, I'm just PTSD has given me so much compassion that I will cry at the drop of a hat. I will, you'll, if you start crying, I'm going to start crying because I feel your pain. And I don't think I'd make a very good, <laughs> good psychologist. <laughs> I, my client you, would I be think you might, though. Actually, no, you might because you, you, you have like a, a really good spirit and a good way about you. Well, thank you. <laughs> you, you, you know, you really do. Now, do, do, you, do you continue to write today? Do you ever think about writing about now, like, the, you know, the second part to your memoir and how you're an entrepreneur? Do you ever write about that stuff? Do you keep a journal? Oh, yes. Yeah. And actually, journaling through PTSD was what helped me write the memoir. Because if I didn't have those, those day to day journalings of feelings and um, growth and change and setbacks and all of that, I honestly wouldn't have remembered all of that. Because, you know, I was writing seven years of of my life. And so I counted on those journals to, to help write the book accurately. And um, so I do love writing now and I am thinking of a second edition for the invisible storm. Um, it's got to be even greater hope, you know, cause, cause when I wrote that I was on, I was on the edge of things, being better and changing in a really positive way for me. But, oh my gosh, I've come so far since 2010. I have a lot more to share and, and encouragement. But I also, I've written some screenplays. Really? Yeah. And none that have sold. But <laughs> hey, keep putting them out there. Keep Heck putting yes. them out there. Yeah. I was actually, I was watching the documentary late last night about Leonard Skinner. And they were talking about one of their songs and they, they, or they didn't get signed. So they would just like keep going to different producers and record labels and record labels. And they, they got passed on like nine times before one guy discovered them and was like, we'll sign you. And Leonard Skinner, the rest is history. Sweet home Alabama. We all love that song. It's one of my yes. yes. You know, the rest is history. So keep throwing it out there. Entrepreneurship. So writer, attorney, um, entrepreneurship. Why? Why entrepreneurship? Yes. Oh, I, oh God, honestly, um, even though I've had some pretty good jobs, um, I worked for the city of Portland for a number of years and I was, I was good at what I did. You know, I started out as an administrative assistant and ended up going up to executive levels and I was good at that, but it wasn't fulfilling, you know, and I just, Growing up, my dad was an entrepreneur. He, he, um, he was a real estate appraiser. And I just loved the idea of being able to work from home, just having my own company and having the say-so in, in what I did and what my mission was and who I hired for help and, you know, my journey in a business. I wanted it to be mine. And I didn't want to spend my life working for somebody else for a paycheck. So I've been struggling for that dream for years and, and it's led me to do brave. Like I said, I've had a lot of failures, but it's <laughs> part of the journey. It really is. It, that, and that's the journey. That, that, that's the thing you'd like to all these entrepreneurs out there to someone who say, if you met off the street and they're, they, they're like, Hey, want money. I want to become an entrepreneur. What would you say to them? Uh, <laughs> well, I guess my little coach hat would come on because I'm a life coach too. I yeah. might talk. <laughs> I'd say, I guess first I would be curious about why. And um, 
what they inspired to do and to be. I mean, that was, oh yeah, that was honestly the most important question that Greg asked me was why do brave? What's your story behind that? And why do you, why do you want to do this? And, um, I guess I could go back to, you know, there's, there's tons of resources out there. We actually subscribe to entrepreneur magazine <laughs> and <laughs> like, it's always full of good articles and, and tidbits, you know, but don't quit your day job. You know, I, I actually made that mistake once and, and I thought, well, I believe so much in this business that, that I'm starting that I really think I can bring an income in in 30 days and don't do that. Don't <laughs> get the money coming in first. Start slow. Just get an idea of what it is that you that you want to do, something that you know you would enjoy and that would be lucrative and just start taking baby steps towards that. And being in Hustle Island is a great place to be because you're with other entrepreneurs and you can get loads of, of advice and help with your website and just ideas and, and how to move forward. That's, it's the best group that I've ever belonged to. So if you want to become an entrepreneur, Join Hustle Highland. I like that. I like that. Other than Greg, who else have you connected with in the group? Um, oh, it's just a small. I don't. I honestly, I don't even know if I could remember their names because. <laughs> <laughs> but you've connected. Oh, let me ask this this question: What have you guys have like discussed? Have you talked about web design? Uh, just different business ideas, um, marketing. Well, a little bit of web design. Yeah. And, and here's another way that honestly, I need to, to do brave and live up to my brand. Um, so I've looked at a couple people's websites because they asked for advice and help. And I've gone and looked at it and I just saw a whole bunch of things that I would change and I had all these suggestions and then I didn't, <laughs> I didn't tell them. <laughs> Why not? Because I was, <laughs> I was scared. I didn't want to, I didn't want to like say it wrong and, and come across like I was being really picky about their website and <sighs> that's terrible. I need to do brave and go back and share my thoughts with them and and just yeah, well, wouldn't you wouldn't you want someone to be honest with you totally yes <laughs> well let's talk about being a mother and it, it, being I, i'm not a parent yet um i would imagine that honesty is something you preach to your uh your your, your kids uh honesty's honestly <laughs> <laughs> that um i think is what has made us into such a strong family unit going through um, PTSD in the beginning, I, I had to hide it from them. Well, no, I couldn't, I couldn't hide it. I tried to hide it. Um, it's kind of hard to hide those early symptoms though. And, and plus they were super little. Jordan was a brand new baby and Lacey was four years old. So they don't understand. But as they got older, I became more transparent about my anxiety and the, the suffering that was a part of PTSD. And back before I learned how to manage my anxiety, um, I would just have little tiny outbursts, like, you know, not, not being mean, just sometimes I just have to scream into a pillow there was just so much anxiety and so much emotional pressure and I didn't have a way to release it. And so I screamed to do a lot of pillows, but just telling my kids why I was doing that. So they wouldn't be scared and kids are super smart. You know, they, they get that. Okay. Mommy's feeling anger inside and they knew they always knew it was not because of them. I, I was very, very open about, that and made sure that they knew I'm never screaming into pillows because of you. And I give them hugs all the time, but being honest about what I was going through, 
keeping communication open and my family, um, they grew up understanding what I was dealing with and that lots of people have anxiety. And actually Jordan, um, my 15 year old struggles with anxiety. And so we have this, I think, special connection that we understand each other because we're totally open and honest with each other and, and also with Mike and my husband. And that's helped him understand me and our daughters better. And just, man, honesty, especially with yourself. I mean, first and foremost, with yourself about things that you might need to face and, and things that you need to look at in your life and, you know, have an open mind, be willing to change your beliefs about things. And sometimes that's what it takes for you to be able to grow and move forward. Just, just be open to learning different things. But yeah, first and foremost, just be honest with yourself. Well, you hit on a couple of things, honesty, communication, transparency. As an entrepreneur, like I'm going to go back to what you said and how you, you were going to provide feedback to these people on their websites. <laughs> yeah. I think you need to go back and play back this, this, this podcast and listen to that <laughs> and live up to those words and share that information with those people because I'm pretty sure they would love to hear it. And it's going to help you grow as well. You're so right. Um, okay, people of Hustle Island, if you asked for feedback on your website, here it comes. I will, I will go back and I will give you the feedback, I promise, because I do want to help and I, I would love to share suggestions. So I'll do that. We're going to hold you to that. Okay. We're, we're going to make sure that we're going we're to hold you to that. Okay. <laughs> but that, but that's, that's being in, in a, a community of, of like-minded people. Like, you know, think about it. You're out on the West Coast. You're on an island on your own. You're trying to, to build a brand. You're, you're trying to bounce ideas off your own self. It's, it's tough. Like, like you said, being in this community, you have a, an outlet where you can go to, where you can be like, all right, I'm stuck on this and my web design, I don't know if it really looks good. Let me throw it out there to the group. I mean, that's it. That's the island in a nutshell. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a huge boardroom. Yeah, you're right. And it's, it's an awesome learning platform. So shame on me for, <laughs> yes. for keeping that to myself. I, you're, you're totally right. People are there to learn and, and grow and have a successful business. And it's not fair for me to, to not share my suggestions because it happens to be something that I really enjoy doing. I mean, building websites. So yes, you're right. I will be a part of the community. And but, but talk about that, the enjoyment, the fun side of being an entrepreneur. Because, like, it's tough. It's not easy. This struggle, I mean, being an entrepreneur is probably, like, one of the hardest things anyone could do. Because everyone sees the, the end game. Like, if you look at, if you say entrepreneur or someone, they're all looking at Jeff Bezos, Amazon. Well, did, did they see the beginning when he was in a garage by himself? Talk about the enjoyment that you get on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, well... You're, you're totally right about the, the hard part of it because I, I would say, well, I don't know how many emotional meltdowns I've had because it's real. it can get discouraging. You're working your butt off and it just doesn't go anywhere. And you put, I wasn't joking when I said hundreds of hours. I've, I've had blood, sweat, and tears go into this and a lot of tears and frustration just because it was so much harder than I was hoping and thinking. And it took me six months longer, you know, to do my website than I thought, Oh, I'll do it in a week. You know, <laughs> no, even though I've built several websites, I, I keep thinking, well, I'm better at it now. But the, the awesome part about being an entrepreneur is um, just, this is my business by design. I get to put my creativity into this and my thoughts and my experience and, and it's my baby. And there, it, there's something really fruitful about looking at that website now and thinking, I did that. I, I put that together. I did those designs. I put those t-shirts up there, you know, and, and it's, it's a confidence builder and the more steps that I take towards that end goal of, you know, being a success, the more confident I get like, okay, I can do this. And 
all I need now. Okay, here's a good tip. Here we go. So, look at what, and actually this is something that Greg asked me to in, in the initial interview. Um, and this is really eye-opening for me. Like, what, what are your strengths in building this business? What do you do really well? Um, and if you could hire somebody to help you, what would you have them do? And what are your weaknesses with this business? Like, what are you not good at? And that helped me actually define, like, I'm, I'm really good at all the technical stuff, but I am not very good at marketing. And so to, to actually label that and put that out there, like define that, I just need to go learn marketing and people, you can learn anything you set your mind to. If you're not good at something, go learn how to do it. And it's just, it's awesome because you're gaining more skills. You're growing as a person and it's going to help you, you know, run the whole aspect of your business, but it's fun. I mean, it can be super, super stressful, but it's really fun. I love doing this and oh my gosh, wait until you see my show because <laughs> I think that's I have, it. I've unleashed a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Let the monster out. I love it. Yes. I love it. Let's jump into the, the, to, to the brand here. Let's go into this Do Brave. Some of the t-shirt designs, the uh, sayings on the shirts. I love it. I got to get mine. I, I, I want to get a Do Brave shirt. I was telling Greg the other day, I said, the only reason why I'm doing this is so I can get like free stuff from people. <laughs> Do a I, I want I want some free swag, man. I, I was like, that's the only way I'm. That's why I'm doing it. No, no, no. I'm gonna go. I was on the website and I was like, wow. Some of the sayings you got: dream big, faith over fear, uh, do brave unapologetically. Talk about that one. The do brave unapologetically. Oh, uh, wow. So I guess my my mission has evolved a little bit, but um. Being unapologetically you was my original slogan, I guess, because um, my daughter Lacey and I talked about this and we came up with that together. And, and like part of the, the message that we really want to encourage people with is, is to be authentic and be you. And I think there's, there's so much about people that we hide and I was thinking um, specifically about like PTSD for me and how hard I've had to work over the years to hide that I had that and, and that I was struggling with that. But writing my book was, <laughs> it was like giving the middle finger to, <laughs> to PTSD. Like, I'm not going to hide this. I can, this yeah. is who I am. And it's, so it's about not denying who you are. Um, Lacey and I were talking about like, whatever your color is, whatever your gender is, if you're transgender, if you're gay, if you're bisexual, whoever you are, you deserve love. You deserve to be a part of this world. And other people can reject you because of fear, because they don't understand, because you're different. And like on my Pinterest account, I have a whole board for anti-racism because I hate it. It's, I hate it. <laughs> like we're all the same. We're all the same. And we all have beautiful hearts and beautiful spirits. And we deserve to be out in this world and have an equal space, just the same as anybody else. And you, you have a voice. And you have a right to have your voice heard. We just, we really are embracing the idea of just, we want people to be authentic. And that's part of what Do Brave is about. And then I came across the, the truth, you know, after telling my story to Greg, that for me on a bigger level, this is about overcoming and, and encouraging people to overcome their obstacles and their fears. And I guess that's also part of, of teaching people and encouraging people to be authentic. But that's what we meant by that. And, and we're going to go out and shout, shout that from the mountaintop too. <laughs> <laughs> shout it loud and proud. Yeah. Wow. Well, we've been out here for a while now. 
Oh, we have. Sure how long we talked? A long time. A long time. This has been good. This has been great. This is the first one, first of many, and we're gonna get you back on here. All right. All right. Well, this has been super special to me. I'm so to honored. Me as well. I'm honored to be the first one, and you have a really awesome thing going here, Mac. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Well, tell everyone where they can find some more information about you and your brand, Do Brave. Well, the website is dobrave.com. I'm on Instagram, um, uh, do underscore brave, because there's actually somebody out there with the last name of Do Brave. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. We got we to we locate that person. We got to find... Do brave that that first of all, what's this? What, what's that person's first name? And then we're gonna go out and find that person's last name. <laughs> yes. well, we, we know the last name. Do brave. That's that's wild. I gotta look that up. I know that's pretty special. Send that person a do brave uh, t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Live up to your name. Here right? you go. Yeah. Do brave, man. Come on, let's go. <laughs> well, Wanima, thank you again for joining us. Um, True inspiration to all the hustlers out there. This is a platform for all you real hustlers out there. We want you to tell your story. Thank you for sharing your story. We appreciate it greatly here at the island, hustleisland.com. Looking forward to talking to you again. Looking forward to following you. I am definitely going to jump on there. I'm going to get my shirt, and I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to put on my Instagram, and I'm going to share it with you. This is a great thing. You have a, a, a really great message, a great story. It was a, really a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate it. And, and reach out to those people too. I'm going to hold you to that. That's your homework. <laughs> I, I promise. I promise I I'm will. I'm going to hold you to that one. Yes. And if you do, <laughs> if, if any of you guys go out and get a t-shirt, tag me on uh, do underscore brave. And I'd love to see it. It would just mean so much to me. And you'll be helping spread the message out there. Well, you guys heard it out there in the community. Let's go out there. Do brave.com. Let's help each other out. And if you want to give your story a voice, sign up today at hustleisland.com. Get that hustle t-shirt and we will give your story a voice. Wanima, thank you again for joining us on the program. We will see you next time. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. I look forward it. to it. Thanks, Mac. You're welcome. Thank you.